This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Hip, hip, hooray, let's give a cheer. It's 9 a.m., the signal's clear. Our favorite host is in the chair. The Truman Show is on the air. It's The Truman Show with Truman Jones. A look at the politics, news, sports, and people that are shaping Rutherford County. The Truman Show is on the air. The Truman Show is on the air. From Sylvan Park Restaurant on Northwest Broad Street, Truman Jones is on News Radio WGNS. Good morning, Rutherford County. Uh-oh. I can't do this show alone. I'll be under a lot of pressure. Are we on? I, I think we're on. Somebody turned my sound. Well, on. do you want to say hello to the people, or are we just going to go home early? Uh, actually, I feel really, really good today. <laughs> and one of the reasons I feel good is because you're on. You're one of my favorite people because you make my day so special because it... it um, you're smiling, you're laughing, and where was the Batman signal this morning when you came through the door? Because you have the clown mask on. Well, I yeah, mean, it, I mean it, it's get, unbelievable. It means put a smile on your face every day. Oh, all right. I was somebody I was talking to yesterday. They said uh, um, you're going to be on radio. Why? What do you bring to radio? And I said, well. It's funny. I asked Truman that question one day, and Truman and I said, you know, you've got politicians, sports figures, people from the university, people from the state legislature. You've got, you've got people who are specialists in each one of their areas. And, and Truman Jones looked at me live on the radio, folks, and he said, I bring you in for balance. And I thought, okay, I'm going to take that as a compliment, even though I don't think it was. But it's yeah, just, it was. It's just fun to come here and talk to you and talk about Rutherford County and yeah. talk about how, even in these difficult times, Rutherford County has got to be the best place in the whole world to live. Oh, nothing close to it. I mean, I just, every day I'm impressed with the people and yeah. their kindness and their generosity. I got back to the sheriff's office and an organization here in town had given us... 10 cases of 10 different canned goods. We had tuna, we had chili, we had diced pears, we had tomatoes, mm -hmm. cream corn. I mean, there were 10 different things. What did and, you do with the cans? Well, we sat in the corner and opened them up and we ate as many of them as we could. No, um, we put them in bags. Somebody had given us, uh, you know, the shopping bags like mm -hmm. you have at the grocery store. And we put them in bags, and we delivered food to everybody in the program. Wow. Bless your heart. You know, and it's just that a lot of these folks can Wait a minute. You're, you're getting a lot 
people really need these things. They oh, really yeah. do. And they don't have anybody to really take care of them well, and make and, sure they're, they're But that's what you guys are for. You know, for. and people your age, older people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Smart, bud. That was a cheap shot. Yeah, it was. It was. Um, you know, older folks like you and me, mm-hmm. not you anymore, lucky devil, yeah. um, but people like you and me, um, we're a little reluctant to even go to Kroger. Kroger's doing a marvelous job. I don't go to Kroger's. Safe. I'm sorry, but uh, I go to Publix. Well, I like Publix. I went there yeah. yesterday. And, and guess but, what? I wear a mask. No, I, I actually wear a mask. And you know what? You go down these aisles. And they're marked. And yeah. they're marked, <laughs> and they tell you where you're going in the wrong way or whatever. I got, hey, I, I am up to, to the standards of, of Publix now. I, I can uh, do everything. I was going the wrong way yesterday, and I got looked at harshly. Yeah. But, I mean, the bottom line is folks our age are reluctant to go into anything like a store. And rightfully so. And so even folks who normally would go to Kroger, go to Publix, go to Aldi, uh, and buy whatever they needed are putting it off till the last minute because they don't want to expose themselves to that environment. And so, yeah, if you can bring that, and then if you can just... You can just see them. What we're allowed to do now at the sheriff's office is we can go to the steps and they can go to the door. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I'm a little further away from them than I am from you, but it's well, well outside the six feet. Well, so how are you doing all these things uh, when you go out and, and to help these people? I mean, um, how do you isolate yourself enough to have social distance? Well, you make sure that you've got six or eight or ten feet apart. Yeah. And if we deliver food, we deliver it to their front steps. Uh-huh. And then in the past, we hugged them, we, we talked to them, we put their food in the refrigerator for them. Um, and what we can't do now is that much close contact. And so what we do is we put their food on the front steps. Mm-hmm. And even though it may be difficult for some of them, they go ahead and they take their own food in the house and put it away. Yeah. But at least they've got it. Well, now got you it. have that one guy out at Christiana, and um, I was talking to Debbie out there the other day, and um, there's some of these things that you do with the people you have to follow up on a lot. You don't you don't think about it. Yeah. I mean, I've experienced this through the Veterans Drug Court, mm-hmm. and I've experienced this through the Sheriff's Senior Citizens Program. Yeah. You don't think about it, but we almost almost by osmosis we picked up so many skills mm-hmm. from our parents, from our siblings. Um, I picked up a lot of social skills from my wife. Um, Thank goodness. (laughs) I was so happy about that. You know, we pick up so many skills. And if if you were from a family where either your parents didn't care Mm -hmm. or they didn't know, I've got a guy who's out at Christiana who we thankfully got into Social Security. Mm -hmm. And he makes a good good monthly check out of Social Security. And in a year and a half, he hasn't spent any money at all. I I don't think you realize how smart he is. Well, no, but I mean, the thing is, what what Debbie and I talked about it the last time I was out there. And if if folks haven't gone to Miller's Grocery, um, you need to go for the experience. You need to go for the incredible service. Yeah. And you need to go for the catfish. The catfish (laughs) is just incredible. But don't forget the meatloaf. Don't forget the meatloaf. Actually, my partner that day had, had the meatloaf. But we went out there and... 
this is this is like a skill that you can't imagine somebody hasn't taught this guy yeah. or something. I mean, the first time somebody sent me to an ATM machine to get money, I decided I didn't need money. That was that was going to be too scary an experience. But now it's it's uh, well, thank God it's not an everyday occurrence because I don't have that much money in the bank. But but I know how to do it and it's not a big deal. This poor gentleman, I talked to Debbie and I said, what we need to do is nobody needs to give him any more money. He's got more money than we do. And, no, he, and he eats nobody. free, too. And he eats free. He does yeah. some work for her. Yeah. And, and she gives him the stuff that otherwise would go in the dumpsters. So, mm-hmm. so I mean, she's just a wonderful lady. Yes, yeah, she but, is. But in the meantime, nobody needs to give him any more money. Nobody needs to give him any more anything. But what they need to do is they need to put him in their car, and they need to take him down the street yeah. to that little market that's out there on the main highway. Yeah. And and it'll probably take three or four times, but teach him to put his card in the slot. He knows where his code is. Punch in that four-digit code. Tell him that you want 20 bucks, and it'll magically come out a door in that machine. He needs to learn that basic skill, and once he learns I that. I think his skills are pretty good right now. Well, he doesn't. He's not comfortable doing that. He's not comfortable paying for his food. Either. No, well, nobody's never been asked to. That's not yeah. fair. That's not fair. And that was that's food that would have otherwise. Let's, gone let's get in the this junk. phone call. Oh, because boy. if we don't get to this phone call, <laughs> <laughs> caller, welcome aboard with Phil Barnett. Good, good morning, gentlemen. Good gentlemen, morning. Let me tell you all something. If you don't get an education, if you didn't get one, if you're not working on one. You're going to be living in a jungle. You know what? You pull up in front of the grocery store because I always try to get it close to the front door so I didn't have to walk so far to get in the grocery store. Well, yeah. I tried that the other day, y'all, and guess what? I couldn't get in the front door. Oh. I had to walk all the way back around the car, go down to the edge of the sidewalk, which was almost in the middle of the street, and then walk back up to the other door. Anyway, look, go to the bank. You couldn't get in the bank because I had to step on those little blocks. That's in the, you got to step so many feet back away from, you got to line up and change it behind in the one. Gentlemen, what is going on? You know, I don't know. It's a different world, Case. Somebody please help me. Well, I think your point, you brought up two really important points. The first point is, yeah, we all need to be educated. We don't all need to go to college, but we need to have, it's funny, somebody said we need to stop doing a computer course and we need to do a home skills course so we know how to balance a checkbook or we know how to go to an ATM machine or we know how to get a pound of flour from the store. But the other thing you talked about was these are extreme times. I mean, I don't want to wear a mask. I don't want to not be able to socialize. I'm an obnoxious extrovert, and, and I need people in my life. Well, yeah. But, but the, the disease itself, the virus itself, I mean, I don't want to catch it. So, so I mean, I'm going to play by the rules until, you know, the CDC and Dr. Fauci say, uh, it's okay now, take your mask off and go back to the old normal. I don't know if we'll ever go back to the old normal, but... But you brought up two valid points. One, we've all got to be smarter. And two, um, yeah, we've got to follow the rules so that we can get a handle on this disease. Yeah, yeah they just gave me some hand signals like, you, you walked up too close, sir. And I'm like, oh, walked up too close? I just thought I was taught in school 
get in line and get up close. Maybe I'm just too yeah. old, you guys. <laughs> the new the new normal is six feet back. Oh yeah. But the problem is, uh, and Casey and Phil, is that uh, the, the rules are not all the way across the board. You can go in one place, uh -oh. you have to have a mask and, and all the things that are going on, and then you go into a very similar business, to, and, and they're not requiring it. But I think, I think what you do is you err in favor of what's most healthy. I mean, when I wear a mask when I come in here to the restaurant, in that mask to protect you from me. Yeah, but you didn't oh. see the uh, the 38s and the 357s that were pulled out as soon as you walked in this door. This Those were to protect me too. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got something real quick, real quick. About 20 years ago, you know what? I was accused of trying to rob a bank. Guess what? How you guys? I had my bank book. And I, I was going to buy a guitar, of course. And I told a lady, I gave her my bank book, y'all. And now I'm a bank robber, okay? I'm going to give her my bank book with all my information on it. I just said, I'm going well, to rob myself, but I'm going to give her my bank book. You all catch this now, because I'm going to buy a guitar. Now, what smart robber would hand somebody their, all the information if they were going to rob them? Can you all believe this? Happened to me, and I made this the Tennessean. This is the only. <laughs> this is the only time in our life we're actually encouraged to wear a mask yeah. when we go in a bank. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I watch. A couple of good points ranger. there, bud. Thank you. <laughs> have a good day, you all. <laughs> you have a good day. Now. Yes, sir. Oh, I love Casey. All, all right. right. Stay and stay safe out there. Wear your mask. Yeah. Social distance. Yeah. Wash your hands. How many people had to have a pandemic before they started washing their hands? I hope they were washing their hands before. I wonder if that caused me to have my problem. You don't wash your hands. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You know, uh, to be honest with you, when all this crap started, I was washing my hands 20 times a day. And, and, uh, and I'd look at them and I said, did I touch something? I go in there. I, I, I became obsessed with it. That's because you have a little case of OCD. Yeah. So, <laughs> thank you. So, after a little while, how many times do I wash my hands a day? Maybe two. Yeah. My, my, uh, could be three. But I, 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 it doesn't sit in my mind anymore. I didn't become uh, dependent on, on, on going to the, uh, the bathroom and washing my hands. We just, uh, you know, it's a, it's a new normal. Yeah. And we're going to have to play by the rules. I mean, I, but what I, in the heck are the rules? Because to be perfectly honest with you, they change constantly. But what you do is you go back to the scientific data. What scientific? The data? scientific data. The that scientific says, data that that people are discussing, and and they can't come to any type of, of conclusion. No, they've they've as, they've concluded that if you wear a mask, if you wash your hands, if you social distance, we will keep the numbers down. That's scientific. Yeah. Now, but, but then it changes constantly now. Well, now I mean, it, you're going to send the kids to school, and guess what? A lot of the kids, young people, do not pass that disease on to to uh, people their particular age. Now, the, the bigger concern is that they'll get it. They will fortunately not suffer badly for it. And then what they'll do is they'll come to our houses where we're old 
and more susceptible to the disease, and then all of a sudden we'll have it. Now you're lucky because you're uh, you, you're free to date now. You're in the. Yeah, uh, I'm 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 totally out of the. I mean, worries. the women of Rutherford County can kiss Truman Jones and not worry about it. Truman Jones is not going to be kissing them. <laughs> I can tell you that right now. <laughs> hey, before we lose it, yeah, I need to share with everybody. Um, we are probably the most blessed place in the world yeah. for health care. As many of you know, my wife was diagnosed a year ago yeah. and uh, passed away last month. She was one of the, the most precious ladies I've ever known. Adrian. I've never had the opportunity to tear up on radio before. This is a big yeah. day. But what I want to do more than anything is from, from the very beginning, from her primary care doc, Dr. Michael McQuarrie, mm -hmm. who diagnosed the problem, sent her on to the surgeon who took care of her. Yeah. And then the absolute, there is no reason to go to Houston or to go to Detroit or go to Cleveland or go to anywhere for health care. I mean, there might be a specialty specialist somewhere that you have to go to California, but for, yeah. for cancer treatment, the absolute best place in the world to go is Tennessee Oncology. And we have Tennessee Oncology in the office building right next to St. Thomas Rutherford Hospital. Yeah. And, and I certainly want to do a shout out and a thank you to Dr. Victor Gian, to his, his fantastic nurse practitioner, Kathy Grant, and to everybody. I mean, from the, the housekeeping people to the scheduling people to the medical assistants to the nurses, everybody at Tennessee Oncology is six stars out of five. They're the most incredible, caring people ever met in my life. Yeah. It turned out we ended up going to the hospital. We were up on 7 West and felt like everybody up there took care of us like we were their immediate family. Um, you know, the nurses, the medical assistants, the hospitalists, uh, the neurologists, um, every day checking uh, from the oncology side, even though they were not coming into the hospital at all, but they were interested, they wanted to support us. Um, just absolutely incredible, the housekeepers, the food service people. Food service people would call me They'd call our room every day. I'd answer the phone, and they'd say, okay, we're going to have this, 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 and this for the evening meal. What would she like? And I'd go, well, she kind of really needs a soft diet. And they'd say, okay, well, here's how we're going to prepare a soft diet of what we have available so she'll enjoy it. I mean, just like your own family would take care of you at home, these people were taking care of her. And then finally, and I mean... This lady is a saint. Relatively new medicine is palliative care. Yeah. And Catherine Stewart, when I knew what I had to do and was in total denial, Catherine Stewart yeah. set me down and she said, okay, I'm going to do whatever you want to do. But here's what you need to do. And she provided me the direction to do the right thing. Yeah. So, I mean, I love the people at Tennessee Oncology. Uh, Gordon Ferguson and his crew are just incredible. We have the best hospital in the world for the best people working at that hospital in the world. Um, 
we spent a short period of time over at the inpatient uh, side of a live hospice. Incredibly compassionate, caring, make sure she's comfortable people. How do you do that day in and day out? I don't know. And then finally, um, you know, Danielle O'Donnell at uh, Woodfin Funeral Chapel. Um, people find their niche. And yeah. these are people who have chosen a very, very tough job to do. And they're exceptionally qualified and talented and the compassion and the caringness. Yeah. It's a terrible thing to go through, but I was fortunate to go through it with the absolute best people in the world. Yeah. And I'm most grateful and most thankful. They're all loving people. Yeah. And, and you don't see that type of care everywhere you go. Well, if but, you, but let me tell you one thing, Phil. You and Adrian, you gave so much to our community. You, you, you didn't just sit and become a, a, a resident and, and enjoy all the things that Rutherford County has become. Well, we love Rutherford you, County. You, I, I, that's what I was going to say. You absolutely loved everybody you came in contact with. And uh, I couldn't, I never could run into Adrian without saying, yo, Adrian, because she has a, she had a, a special place in my heart too. But we'll move on. Yeah. You will, but the, the, the beautiful memories are still there. No, they'll, they'll always be there. Yeah. And just the fact that I could find a woman that would tolerate me for 45 years. Or anybody would tolerate Or anyone, me, even yeah. a pet. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> okay. Enough of that. Um, what else you want to talk about today? I wanted to hear you sing that special song that you love more than <laughs> any other. You, 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 uh, you and the village people. I think you were uh, one of the original ones. Actually, I, I auditioned. You did. I did, but I didn't. Yeah. I didn't look good in the bare-chested uh, police costume. Yeah. Yeah. Just didn't. It wasn't me. Has Mike Fitzhugh ever tried to put you in, in that type of outfit over there at the sheriff's? You office? know, Mike Fitzhugh. Maybe the first guy that has brought professionalism to the Rutherford County Sheriff's never Office. Never happened before. Never yeah. happened before. <laughs> Mike it has, may never happen again. Mike has done an incredible yeah. job. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with Phil Barnett. The Action Live, Rutherford Issues, The Morning News, Swap and Shop, The Crewman Show. We're keeping it local on WGNS, AM, FM, online. Buying and selling a home can be stressful. That's why it's important to work with somebody who cares. Are you looking to make a purchase this year? Maybe your home has just gotten too small. Or maybe the upkeep and all of the upgrades that are necessary are just beyond your scope. Maybe you'd rather just leave it behind and move into something newer. I've got solutions for you. I want to be the first person you call to get help, suggestions, ideas, and the advice that you need to make the correct real estate decision. Mary Catherine Hughes, sold by MK, powered by EXP Realty. This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. 
Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Sylvan Park Restaurant on Northwest Broad, across from the Ford dealer, host of the Truman Show live broadcast. One of the finest restaurants in Rutherford County at the top as the friendliest. It's like a magnet. You just draw people in here. It seems different here in Murfreesboro. It just seems like everybody is more welcoming. Open Monday through Saturday at 6.30 for breakfast and lunch, Thursdays and Fridays for dinner. Food is ready made. You make it. Sylvan Park Restaurant on Northwest Broad across from the Ford dealer. My name is Keith Bratcher and I respectfully ask for your vote for Road Board Zone 2. I am a lifelong resident of Rutherford County. I've loved serving you on the Road Board for the past 18 years. I pledge to continue to work to be a good steward of the taxpayer money and stay on top of road, signage, and drain issues in the district. I want to continue to work for you on the Road Board and help you in any way I can. My name is Keith Bratcher and I appreciate your vote. Paid for by Keith Bratcher for Road Board, Keith Bratcher Treasurer. This portion of the show brought to you by Mapco. How do you feel about two for three dollar Lay's or Cheetos? What about regular M&Ms for only a dollar? These are just a handful of the sweet deals you'll find right now at Mapco. You'll be surprised how they always have great deals for your everyday cravings. And don't forget to download their My Rewards mobile app to earn points toward items like ice-cold fountain drinks and even fuel. The app is available for both iPhones and Androids. Stop by and save at your local Mapco today. This is Lisa Halliburton at Bell Jewelers. Pandora is a great brand for Bell Jewelers. It brings customers from all over because we have a Pandora boutique and we have all the current styles as well as some retired ones that are on special. So be sure and ask about those when you're in. We're proud to be the oldest retail store in Rutherford County. Bell Jewelers. 821 Northwest Broad Street. We're right across the street from Toots Restaurant. Why join a credit union? Credit unions offer the same services as banks but are not for profit. Credit unions are owned by their members, not Wall Street investors. Credit unions are among the highest rated services ever evaluated by Consumer Reports. Need another reason to join a credit union? If you join Heritage South Community Credit Union now through June 30th, you could win $2,500. Sounds like a good reason to me. Learn more at HeritageSouth.org. Insured by NCUA. Now an update from the WGNSRadio.com News Center. I'm Ron Jordan. Rutherford County Sheriff's Detectives are investigating the death of Eric Bixler. His body was found late Sunday at his home on Asbury Lane, and police say he was targeted and murdered. They don't believe the neighborhood is in danger. Detectives have asked the TBI to process the crime scene. Forensic scientists and detectives are on the scene all day Monday gathering evidence. People who may have any leads are encouraged to call police. You'll find the number to call posted on our website, WGNSRadio.com. A missing 83-year-old woman found dehydrated but alive on Monday afternoon near the Rogers Group, Murfreesboro, Rutherford County, Rock Quarry. By the time rescuers found her, the heat index was nearing 100. Family members reported Gracie Sullivan missing about 2.15 Monday afternoon after she walked into a wooded area near the quarry. She was found about 25 minutes after teams began searching. There will be a new process to register your children for Rutherford County Schools this year. School spokesman James Evans says this will take the place of the paper packets that parents have traditionally completed each year. It doesn't matter whether your child is a new student or a returning student. All parents need to complete the annual registration forms online. These forms are available by accessing your Skyward account. If you do not know how to access your Skyward account, please contact your school directly via email or phone. 
If your child is new to Rutherford County Schools, you will need to complete the online enrollment process to create a Skyward account. This information can be found on the homepages of all school websites. Evans adds, if your child has been approved for a zone exemption, you must either upload a copy of the approval letter or a note so that the school can verify that the zone exemption is on file. If you have any trouble with registration, contact your school. I'm Ron Jordan reporting. News updates around the clock, when it breaks, and on demand at WGNSRadio.com. We are News Radio WGNS. All right, guys, I want to encourage all of you to take care of your health. It's easier than you think at Low T Center. They're reinventing the doctor's visit, making it quick and easy to get all your levels checked, not just your testosterone levels. They offer a comprehensive health assessment so you know all the numbers important to your health. If you've been feeling tired, grumpy, lack of motivation and drive, have you noticed weight gain and loss of muscle mass? These could all be signs of low testosterone levels, low thyroid, or even sleep apnea. Low T Center will help determine the cause of your symptoms and will help get you back to feeling your best. It all starts with their quick and easy health assessment and is covered by most health insurance. Low T Center is concierge medicine exclusively for us men. And now they offer monitored self-inject at home testosterone treatments, providing convenience and additional health monitoring measures for your safety. That includes a take-home blood pressure monitoring cuff. To schedule your health assessment, call 615-603-3542 or go to LowTCenter.com. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. Listen live to WGNS Radio on our website, and Alexa, or Google devices. Search WGNS Radio for on-demand podcasts in iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. Plus, we have direct links to podcasts at WGNSRadio.com. Good neighbor weather. We'll see a few scattered showers and thunderstorms here for this afternoon with partial sunshine developing in a high in the low 90s. West winds of 5 to 10 miles per hour. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 78. Premier Six Theater is open. They're excited to see you again and will be showing some classic movies you'll be sure to enjoy. Check MurfreesboroMovies.com for showtimes. For Premier Six Theater, they're now open. From Sylvan Park Restaurant on Northwest Broad Street, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and streaming online at WGNSRadio.com. And welcome back to Phil Barnett, who, uh, why is it you feel like you have to steal all the thunder from my show and I don't get to do anything? Well, it's because for that hour, it's my show. I just let you sit here. It's kind of a courtesy. Okay. It's cur- do you remember? Uh, I am you remember- I'm sitting back right now, <laughs> big boy. Do you remember when you had, you told me I had the show for five weeks when they did your heart? Yeah, and then you. What came, did it do with my heart? Well, they they brought a little comfort to everyone back yeah. into your heart. <laughs> when I was a commanding officer, they used to say, um, "You can't possibly demonstrate any heart because commanding officers have no heart." Um, you know, I was thinking about you yesterday. I watched uh, the movie uh, that had um, oh uh, Clark Gable in it, where. That mutiny on the bounty. Oh, what a great movie! Why was I thinking about you? <laughs> what a great movie! It, 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 it pretty much portrayed uh, the naval 
problems yeah. that they had back back then. then yeah okay now for those of you that have now I know you didn't you don't have this but for those of you that have Apple TV yeah go to Apple TV Barry probably has Apple TV I think he does go to Apple TV and this is this is the pandemic mindset let me get this right Apple TV went to Sony and Sony produced a movie that's only available on Apple TV. I mean, it's a full-length, incredible yeah. drama, and it's with Tom Hanks, and it's called Greyhound. And it's a story about that's a when... Buzz. No, no, this case, it was a big ship. Yeah. But it was, in, it was World War II, and when it was, we were transporting all kinds of supplies, ammunition, yeah. and everything else from the United States to... Europe. Europe. Yeah. And our planes, our overhead planes, who could see submarines in the water, could only go out a certain distance, and then they had to go back home or they wouldn't be able to get back home. Yeah. They'd run out of fuel. And the English could only come out a certain distance and enough gas left so they could get back home. So there was, there was a delta in the middle of that where nobody could see what was going on. And this is one of the best productions I've ever seen. And it is based on the truth. When you have that space out there and you can't tell where the submarines are and you're going to lose some ships. Gosh, uh, they know that there's a, a mighty big chance that they'll never be back home again. I mean, I can't. I, I was very fortunate. I was, I was never in harm's way. Yeah. I mean, I would have gone if they'd asked me, but I was never in harm's way. And just, just to imagine saying goodbye to your loved ones and then wondering. Yeah, it would have been yeah. tragic. Uh, I think we're, they want us to take a break. Okay. So let's hope if that's, we're, we're, that, that's why the little sign came We're over-breaking today. Yeah, I, I agree with you. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with you. We're discussing the great city we live in with Councilman Eddie Smotherman. Eddie, what do you like most about our city? I'm proud of the diversity our city has. Our great schools, our parks, our strong economy, our health services, and our historic downtown. From the Miracle Field to Main Street, from the Greenway to the Gateway, I love our city. Paid for by friends of Eddie Smotherman for City Council. Eddie Smotherman, Treasurer. I'm Eddie Smotherman, and I'd appreciate your vote for Murfreesboro City Council. Precision Air knows you want the air inside your home as safe and clean as possible. Clean the air in your home with an affordable UV system, reducing microorganisms including bacteria, viruses, and allergens. Call Precision Air, 615-930-0088. That's 615-930-0088. At Bud's Tire Pros, they care about those who live and work here because you're a big part of what makes this place great. This is Kay Mitchell at Bud's Tire. Come by and see us at Bud's Tire, 3600 East Main Street, or call 896-TIRE. They will be here through the good times and the uncertain times. For those who are out on the road, stop in today to see their full lineup of Michelin tires. For whatever you drive, Michelin has a tire to fit any need. Bud's Tire Pros, they're essential, they're open, they're local. Visit them online at BudsTireProsTN.com. 
from Sylvan Park Restaurant on Northwest Broad Street. It's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and streaming online at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back, back again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Brian likes me. I don't think Brian is there. To oh. be perfectly honest with you, We're but a, he doesn't really like. But he you. doesn't really like yeah, me. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know what it is, but you bring out the worst and the best of people. <laughs> the worst of you. The, you I really bring out, do. Bring out the worst and best people. Hey, yeah. one thing I want to tell you about because we're in the middle of elections, and, uh, and thank goodness I have never, I've never publicly endorsed anybody. I've just always kind of thought that was a private thing and kept it to myself. Yeah. But I have to tell you, I had the opportunity to witness closing arguments and a ruling mm -hmm. by Judge Joe Atwood. And yeah. I want to tell you, the governor knew what he was doing mm -hmm. when he appointed her to, uh, to fill the remainder of Judge Taylor's uh, commitment when Judge Taylor decided he wanted to retire. Um, Judge Atwood is just so impressive. Mm -hmm. uh, she listened to closing arguments, and then she clearly i mean i don't know the law i've never been in court before and she very clearly concisely said okay here are the charges here are went through everything and then she started again and she said okay now the first thing is is this a legitimate and yeah in in accordance with tennessee annotated code umpty ump yep this is legit Mm -hmm. Okay, and is this court the appropriate place to present this charge? Absolutely. Okay, and now here's what we have to do. And there are like three or four things. And the one that stuck in my head was a preponderance of evidence. Yeah. And then finally, the fourth one was, was it willfully done? Mm -hmm. And she had, I mean, this is a one-day case. And this woman had an entire yellow pad filled with what she had heard. She wasn't doing any of this shooting from the hip stuff. Yeah. She knew the law. She knew what had to be proven beyond a shadow of a doubt, what had yeah. to be there. The Well, not a shadow of a doubt, but the preponderance of evidence, what had to be done. And then she had to determine if there was anything that was actually illegally or inappropriately done. Mm -hmm. uh, then was there a willful intent? And she went through this thing like it was the only thing that mattered in her entire life. Yeah. And said, okay, here is what both sides have presented. Here is what I've read from the law. Here is what I conclude based on what I have heard today. I mean, she laid it out so crystal clear that as a, a layman who had never been in a courtroom before, um, I'm sitting there going, okay, I can see exactly where she's coming from. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think, I really think we, we need her in Rutherford County. I, I've already voted. I absentee voted when Adrian was sick, and yeah. we absentee voted from home. And, uh, and I, I think Joe Atwood is fantastic. I think she will serve our county for a long time. And uh, she got my vote, and I would encourage everybody to look at both candidates, be objective, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and please, if you don't do anything else, just vote. Yeah. We need to have everybody vote, but but if you see it the same way I do, uh, please get out there and, and vote for Judge Atwood. She is just tremendous. I think she's an enormous asset to our community and to our county. Yeah, and 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 I agree with her. She she's a 
well above the average uh, uh, now the rumor on the street is the rumor on the street is in a couple of years when when Mike's up for election if he doesn't run again that you've been thinking about maybe running for sheriff why would I do such an outrageously ridiculous thing well uh, all right, all right. <laughs> I, I I am uh, Gosh, I'm I'm almost 50 years old. So so somebody my age, you don't want them in, in, in that particular you don't, position. You, you don't want them with a handgun on their hip. <laughs> <laughs> but but it but it's it's amazing. People a lot of times do not l even look at, at those particular positions, like a judge, a circuit judge. Of course, circuit judge is the highest that we have here in Rutherford County, and you have the general sessions judges, which are the ones that look at the, the minor cases, and if they are uh, more of a, uh, a, say, a criminal case like murder, rape, and, and those type things, they're passed on to the circuit judge. My, one of my heroes is... Why uh, are you interrupting me? Because we'll run out I, of time. Am I boring you? <laughs> I am so sorry. <laughs> One of my heroes is Judge Ben Hall McFarland. Yeah, but but let, let's get okay, back. Go ahead. Before before I just completely forget what okay. I was talking All right. about. All right. Which is not unusual. The 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 judges, uh, no matter where it's sessions or circuit, they are so vital to what goes on in our community, and it's very important to have the right people in there who. Uh, not only are very familiar with the law and, and, and at the highest level, but they also care and they have a sense of common sense when, when they're sitting there listening to what, what's, what's going on in their particular courtroom. And if there's anything that levels us all off is that the courtrooms are the great equalizers. And, and that's when you, you see our particular freedoms come to the highest level because you have someone in there that's making a decision You're either right. in, in, in your behalf at that time. You're absolutely right. And these are folks who are familiar with our county, they're familiar with our community, Yes. and they have a vested interest yeah. in law and order in our communities. They're, yeah. they're owners. They're not somebody who's, who's traveling through. Yeah. Um, judge McFarland had a full docket, had absolutely that's, no... Uh, judge McFarland... The junior. The junior. Yes. Had had a, a full. Remember, I haven't lived here that long. Um, We're cousins. <laughs> yeah. Um, had a full docket, and he said, "Okay, this is this is important stuff," and he cleared his Wednesday morning uh, docket so that he could create uh, a veterans drug court. Yeah. And and now, several years later, who knows how many dozens of people have successfully gone through. And, and been rehabilitated. They're productive yeah. citizens. They're back with their families. Their children are back in the house. They've got a good job. They're uh, working on their education. They're contributing back to their community. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just, the drug court is just such an amazing opportunity. And I mean, a couple of the folks that I've mentored, I don't take direct credit for this, but a couple of the folks that I've mentored have not successfully completed it because they didn't want to break old habits, and they didn't want to follow the rules that at the end of the year... But they have the opportunity. Oh, no, they had a golden opportunity, because at the end of the year, the ugly in your record is taken out. you still got to pay all the court costs. you still got to pay all the fines. Mm -hmm. 
But the next time you go to Nissan to apply for a job and it says, have you ever been convicted of, you can actually honestly say no yeah. because that was taken out of your record. I mean, it's a golden opportunity. And there's been a couple folks who have just, whatever reason, have not been able to to stick with the rules and, and successfully rehabilitate themselves. Last year... It is their responsibility. That's oh, the they've got to be owners of it. Yeah. Um, last year, there was a guy who was our age who had uh, had been drinking since he was probably five months old. Mm -hmm. And he said, you know, the first thing that my family said to me at Christmas this year was, Daddy, this is the, the first time we ever remember you being sober enough to wow. know it was even Christmas. Oh, that really rings strong. And I mean, you sit there and you're, you're 65 or 70 years old and you think, mm -hmm. How much of my life have I drank away or I snorted away? Yeah. And uh, and it's it's refreshing to see. But if we didn't have people like Judge Atwood, if we didn't have people like Judge McFarlane, mm -hmm. these people are vested in the good of this great community, great county. And so I'm I'm excited about our legal system here. We have a wonderful police department. I mean, yeah. I'm more involved with the sheriff's office, but those folks they're my heroes i mean they're out in harm's way every day you you take a look and take a picture of rutherford county and then uh compare it w with what's going on in oregon what's going on in washington what's going on in st louis chicago all of those different places baltimore and you wonder what country are we looking at when you see it on Fox at night or, or whatever, those people are uh, aliens well, as, as far you? as we're concerned because they the, the leadership is absolutely gone in those areas. And you, you served in the military. I served. Uh, probably a large portion of the people here that live here in Rutherford County ha have gone out and, and done their service the way they're supposed to. And then you think, these people... Where are they getting their education? What what's what what is what has been planted in their minds? The seed that's evolving in, into nothing but uh, negative type situations, and and we are so blessed to live here because they tried that crap here, as you remember, yeah, I remember that earlier well. in the year, and, and uh, our law enforcement people stepped to the front, did their jobs the way they're supposed to, and. Without strong law enforcement, I, I actually am wearing my shirt today that, uh, that depicts the thin blue line. And without the thin blue line, and I've said it all my life, this country would never be as strong oh, as no, they it, should it, be. It would still be the wild, wild west. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, you know, when our folks, when our sheriff's department and our police department and some, some other communities joined, joined arms yeah. and came here, the 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 potential for violence didn't even show up yeah they said okay we're going to go to a, a a better environment where they're not prepared but you saw what the news media did yeah. uh, you, you know with uh, what happened out there off of uh, middle tennessee boulevard yeah. and main street and 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 they overplay everything that they put on as well, long as it has a negative connotation yeah good news doesn't make news anymore no and they're part of the problem. In fact, they're good a major news, part of the problem. Good news doesn't make news anymore. Think about the evening. Now, I know this is seven or eight hours after you go to bed. But if you think about the late night TV after the news, you haven't seen that in years, have you? 
Is, no. is, is, is there news is there, that late? Yeah, yeah, they don't have the American flag waving at 6 p.m. Yeah. anymore, and then they go to that funny test pattern. Yeah. Um, but if you think you, about you those. Don't mind, I won't tell you. <laughs> this, is, this is something I remember very strongly. I had a younger brother who was killed when he was 18 years old at the, at the university. Uh -huh. he, he was in, in that horse riding mess. Uh -huh. And uh, every night when the, they played the national anthem yep. and you saw the flag, yep. and sometimes they, they would do high flight also, yep. Yep. Uh, he saluted every night. When he heard it coming on, he would run, run and salute. Yeah. Isn't that something? A patriot. Yeah. True. Yeah, absolutely true. But if you listen, if you if you remember when you were younger and could stay up late, um, that show, those shows that came on the major networks that were after the news, they were entertainment. They they had somebody who could sing. They had somebody yeah. who could dance. Yeah, they could have somebody that was a politician who had something to say. Mm -hmm. They had somebody, but it was it was entertainment. You stayed up late because you heard that Johnny Carson was going to have somebody on his show. Today, uh, I saw Jack Parr. Today, well, God, you're old. And <laughs> Hard to believe I'm over 50. Jack who? <laughs> and, uh, and, but you stayed up for the entertainment. Today, all they do is they, they tear down the government. They tear down the president. They tear down some poor senator in Nebraska who has his own problems, but they don't really affect us here in Rutherford County. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's so much negative and the media because negative sells and and positive doesn't sell if you took half the time and pointed out the goodness if you just took half the time and pointed out the goodness in rutherford county you'd fill every night's news what could go in the minds and the heart that causes that much destruction in the people who are supposedly going to report the news to each and every one of us and all it is is their political opinions i mean do they realize what they're doing to our country that that's the thing that no. really bothers me. no they're they're in their minds they're actually doing a service to the country by reporting the news yeah the the minds have to be i i know a lot of it is well, the things that you and I learned it, it, all the way through school are entirely different than what they're they're uh, teaching right now, and, and the they surely they can't be that blinded to to all the negative things that w could be brought out of this with the the socialism and 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 I think they uh, report the news as they see it. I don't think they're they're malicious. I don't think they're oh, no, bad no, no, people. No, I can't agree with that. I don't think they are. I think that's they report it the way they see that's it. That's just like me pointing a gun at somebody to kill them, and and oh, that's just what I I feel like doing right now. I mean, there's no intellectual quality to anything that they put out before us. It's just almost impossible. Well, I wish we would quietly figure out how we could treat everybody with respect. It really doesn't That's matter. That's not a hard thing to do. No. No, I mean, from the very beginning of my time in the Navy, that was preached. Yeah. That was preached. And, and so I think a lot of folks in whatever their environment was, whether it be in the military or through the church or through their family values, I think a lot of folks... Churches were a value. You know, from. people, no, and at home, too. Yeah. Mom and dad might have gotten them to church, but yeah. they, they 
preached them every day to you over the dinner table where you ate with everybody. Well, let's see. Let's see about your mind then. My mind is so shot. I like shot. to delve in, into uh, the the dark part of your mind. When 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 you see the movie, Mister Roberts, who is your hero now? Henry Fonda is not a, a, a. I'm not a big fan of Henry Fonda, but I I thought he was pretty much my hero in that movie. Now I can see. Uh, Jack Lemon, maybe with your personality, but um, um, was the captain of the ship? W was he the type of captain that you would have liked to have sailed with? No. James Cagney, of course, we're talking about. No. I'll tell you one of the one of the greatest joys of your life, and one of the most challenging times of your life. I had command twice, so I had command for a total of six years. Wow. I, I sacrificed for the taxpayers. We lived in Hawaii for three years. Where I had Bless command. your heart. I <laughs> we, we gave for our country. Yeah. And, uh, and then a couple of years later, they said, would you go to command again, which was unheard of. And they sent me to, uh, to Sicily. And so I had command of a hospital in Sicily. And Did you get to see any of those people in Sicily? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and I mean... The opportunity, but just, it's the greatest days of your life, and and every day of your life, you just make sure you do the right thing. Yeah. And you may get pulled up for doing something that you think is the right thing. Mm -hmm. um, when the coal was in Yemen and was attacked. Yeah. I had uh, an emergency response team of psychiatrists, psychologists, nurses, and corpsmen, and I sent them to Yemen. Mm. I didn't ask anybody, and mm. I sent them to Yemen. And uh, I got a call from the Chief of Naval Operations Office and said, by what authority did you do that? And I said, I thought it was the right thing to do. Yeah. And so I didn't wait for the authority, and I thought, okay, we could be packed and out of here pretty quickly. And nobody ever called me back. So I think, I think what you do when you're in that kind of a position is, is you try and do the right thing yeah. every time. And it's but some, lonely. But sometimes the right it, thing is not the naval thing no, or no, the army no, thing. No, no, Sometimes that can be the thing that all you have to do is have your admiral call you and go, I have lost confidence. Uh-oh. It doesn't have to be any more detailed than that. Yeah. Sir, could you tell me anything specific? Son, yeah. I don't need to tell you anything more specific. Specific. Pacific's what they say in Pensacola. Um, specific. Um, I have lost confidence in your ability to command, mm -hmm. and there'll be a new person coming in by noon today. Please clear your desk, and uh, and we'll help you get away. Yeah. And I mean, you don't want to ever hear that because you want to at least. I had somebody send me a condolence card, and in the condolence card, they commented on me. They commented on what a contributor to my success Adrian was. I would have never been nearly as successful were it not for her contributions. And what they said was, you taught me leadership, and I carry that with me today. And this yeah. was 35 years ago. 
That's the greatest compliment an individual can ever get, that they've made an impact, a positive impact. God knows how many people have made a negative impact on, yeah. but they, you've made a positive impact on somebody's life. Yeah, that's, it is. That's, that's the greatest compliment a human being can get. But you, you look at our military today, uh, the rules of engagement have really changed a lot when you go into these foreign countries and you have to deal with people who absolutely hate you. They don't want you even around, and, but, but yet you're, you're trying to keep some type of peace there and, 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 and try to work with them. But in, in most cases, to be perfectly honest with you, it's impossible because they are taught from the time that they're born uh, to hate us. The, yeah, and and, and there yeah. they w there we are over there, and and to be perfectly honest with you, when when I, I look at, at what's going on in Oregon and and all these other places, I don't see a whole lot of difference in how they react to authority. I really don't see any difference. Well, I mean, there's there's definitely a group of people who don't see law enforcement as authority figures. They see them as Oppressors. I mean, if you think about any any law enforcement organization, yeah. it's a cut of society. Yeah. It's a reflection of society. And and it should reflect uh, the age mix, the ethnic mix, the gender mix. There should be a reflection of the community. But part of the, I mean, we used to talk about it in the Navy. Yeah. The Navy was a cross-section of the U.S. American society. Yeah. And what that meant was we had a vast majority of stellar people but we also had some criminals and and you have some criminals yeah. and uh and it's just it's tragic yeah when anarchy steps forward i mean it, it becomes a major major problem you know but, I, but 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 sometimes we, uh you know you and i went through the the martin luther king days and and all the things that were going on in the 60s and to be perfectly honest with you, it makes me prouder of Martin Luther King and all the people who stepped forward during the, the times of segregation. And they, were, they did it in such a peaceful way, and they did it in such a logical day, uh, uh, time. But what we're having to go through right now, uh, oh, my gosh. I mean, it, it, it's just... Well, the, I know that Churchill once said the the biggest problem that we have in 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 our political structure, he was talking about England and the United States, but primarily the United States, the biggest weakness we have is the people. Do they really understand uh, how their government works? I mean, the the beauty of of Martin Luther King and and those that were with him yeah. is they they presented a very understandable message in a peaceful way. Yeah. And that reshaped our country. Yeah. I mean, I can honestly tell people that when I look across the table and I see somebody, I'm I'm colorblind, I'm genderblind, yeah. I'm age blind. I'm looking at them as I'm starting out with them as good people. And they can yeah. they can prove me wrong, but I'm not starting out with them going. I wonder what felony they've committed recently. Yeah. And and that was a product of those brave souls who went as hard as they could against the grain, 
and uh, and I think I think you know we've we've put the last one to rest just right now, and I think they can take peace in in heaven knowing that uh, they made the ultimate sacrifices and changed our country. Yeah. Now, how do we get everybody else to understand the beauty of people? And not not try and stereotype people, and not try and lump them together, and not have hatred in their heart. I mean, how do we do that? And and I'll tell you, one of the greatest ways to do that is get involved in your community. Yeah, be involved. Be involved in your church, but go ahead and find something that has a passion in your heart, something that you truly love to do, and then go seek out those charities in your community that that do that and and you will work with every imaginable man woman and child in your community and all of a sudden you'll go wow those folks are really nice people they have yeah. they have great values they've contributed to improve me as a human being and and you'll stop i mean the hatred that we have is just unacceptable but I still believe it's in a, in a, a very small minority of people. Oh, absolutely! But they're vocal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you you go to uh, there's something about going to church, and uh, we're we're doing ours outside at Crescent uh, Church of Christ now, and it it it, it kind of warms my heart, you might say, to be there and listen to the preacher and listen to. Um, most of us have love in our heart. Most of us do. And we want to do the right thing. And being around people who smile and, 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 and their eyes light up when they see you coming, there's nothing like that type of response. No, it's that warmth. It's yeah. that connection. Yeah. I mean, and, I, and I think the loss of, of young people going to, to the churches like we all did, um, I think it'll come back. Because they need that type of love in their life. Well, I lives. think it'll come back. I think one of the one of the downsides and one of the upsides at the same time of the pandemic is we have all become very dependent on Zoom conferences, and so I think you're going to start. We all have. You have too. I, I have. Can you not. get a Zoom conference on I, your flip no, phone? No. On your no, flip it, phone, it's not going to be on my phone. <laughs> I, but I, if you if you talk about if you find an evil thing in your life, it's these stupid phones and, and, and the computers and all the other things that go along with. It. I'm going to work with you. I think we can. No, bring, you I won't th either. I think we can bring you around. Yeah, <laughs> dream on, big boy. You probably carried a revolver the whole time you were sheriff. Did you ever get to a semi-automatic? Yes, actually, I did get to semi-automatic, <laughs> but. Uh, the revolver is the safest weapon. A wheel care. gun. I don't care if Ronnie Barrett or Barry's firearms <laughs> calls me. They're there. That is the real gun. Well, the Model 10 is what I carried well, that, when I first started working at the sheriff's I office. I think Barrett Firearms just came out with a 50 caliber wheel gun. Have you ever shot a 50 caliber? No, but you promised me you could get me down there. I'm going to get you down there one day. And, and until you have laid down <laughs> with that 50 caliber right in your shoulder oh. and you pull that trigger and it knocks you back about a foot and a half, you've never lived. I mean, it, it, it's almost equal to jumping out of an airplane, the thrill of it. It's just I'll, unbelievable. I'll tell you, um, but it has to be in a very proper way. Have you noticed how we've been all over the road again today? I think, what road have I we been on? I think you're right. I contribute absolutely nothing to your program. Yeah. But we have a good time. Um, I'll tell you, every time I read an article in anything and it says in this particular 
uh, gun is manufactured by Barrett Firearms in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Yeah. It makes me so proud. I mean, there are so many I'm things. I'm proud of Ron. Ronnie. Is actually well, Ronnie's a a, an amazing He's story. He's a genius. He's an amazing story, but the yeah. fact that there are so many things hiding in warehouses in this town, and you, you finally pull a thread on, yeah, I want to get one of those, and it goes, well, send your money to Murfreesboro, Tennessee, and you go, this thing is manufactured, or this thing is, is you know, published here in Murfreesboro. Yeah. We don't know what's in all those warehouses. This is an amazing community. All right, that just recently, just the other day, a uh, well-known movie star died here and all of us have been trying to find out i didn't realize that john saxon lived here in murfreesboro and i've been trying my best if anybody knows where he was living it's because um we lost him a couple of days ago and i don't know if you followed his career and you know me i try to try well, to keep I'm, up with I'm everybody quite a bit younger than you i did not yeah but um he, he was a martial arts person. He was there uh, during the Bruce Lee type uh, movies and things like that. Do you remember the movie Enter the Dragon where they went to this island and, and uh, it was a strong competition only and, um, they were killing each other pretty much. Do you see the blank look on my face? Yeah, yeah you obviously <laughs> don't have a clue what I'm talking about. But I, I used to watch John Saxon in, in a lot of his movies in um, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street and uh, those type of, but uh, I thought he was a, a very good actor and, and it's a shame that can't really find out exactly where he's living. I heard he was living in Brentwood at one time, but they said that he, he was living in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. No idea. Yeah. I think one of the coolest stories, I'm a, a fountain pen collector. And uh, one of the coolest stories was when General Douglas MacArthur yeah. signed the treaty with the Japanese. Yeah. He used a Parker fountain pen called the Big Red. It's an orange-red colored pen. Now, now, now he, he, he get, every time he signed something, he would give it to one of no, his. No, 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 no. This one he couldn't give away yeah. because this pen he borrowed from his lovely wife, Jean. Yeah. And his Jean lovely Faircloth. wife, Jean, was a citizen of Murfreesboro, yeah. Tennessee. What he a, was. What a historical link that is. It's incredible. Yeah. Why are you just now bringing that up? Because we all know that. Well, the, you guys what, were the here. Only, the only place that they absolutely demolished that I still have anger with, they, they destroyed her home. And, uh, and I said, you know. That, that's almost like tearing these statues down. And, and well, it's, it's, it's history. I mean, yeah. 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 But to have, just to know that somebody at that level in our, our country, yeah. they came here and had breakfast. They she, lived here and had breakfast. Now, she la uh, uh, lived a lot of her later years mm. in New York City. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and she evidently was a true Southern belle. She had all of those particular qualities. That One thing I want to talk about real quickly, because sooner or later they're going to throw us off it's the It's already air. saying to wrap up the show. But, okay, one thing I want to tell folks is these are difficult times for nonprofits. Yes. I mean, folks are out of work. Folks are not sure if the next check is going to come. Mm -hmm. uh, companies are not doing what they projected they were going to do for the quarter. Um 
pick out a couple of your nonprofits or even pick out your favorite restaurant or place like that that may be having trouble. Mm -hmm. And what I did, and I'd recommend it to anyone that, that can do it, even on a small scale, mm -hmm. is go to these places, buy a gift card, yeah. put it in the desk drawer with the hopes that sometime in the next five years you might use it, maybe or mm -hmm. maybe not, and, and help them support local business. Yeah. I've got to go down today and go to the right impression just off of the square. And Susan has some, some stationery that I had printed for thank you notes for all the people I need to thank. Yeah. And, and they could have, I could have ordered them online. I could have ordered them in Brentwood at the mall. I could have done, I could have done. But instead, I think it's important if we want these homegrown, marvelous, marvelous businesses, go to the Country Gourmet. That's where I sent all of my thank you baskets to folks who had taken care of Adrian. Yeah. Partially because I wanted to thank the wonderful people who took care of her, but partially because I wanted everybody to know about the Country Gourmet and what a fantastic job Chris and Karen do. So yeah. so support local businesses, but if, if we want to have a symphony, if we want to have a center for the arts, um, we're going to have to support them a little more than usual right now, so they're there the next time we they're need them. They're not even functioning now because of the... Well, you can't get people in there. Yeah. The whole thing is, is virtual. I mean, if yeah. you think about the Christmas concert that we have at the symphony every year, we pack that church. Yeah. If you did it today and everybody was six feet or ten feet apart, you'd have 25 people in the church. So yeah. they're figuring out ways that they can do the next season. But some of that stuff is going to be outside. Mm -hmm. Not everybody dresses up. In fact, if you're planning on attending the symphony <laughs> when you get a chance, I am the probably the only person that actually dresses properly yeah, if you, for, for the symphony. If you have clean sweatpants, you will be one step above Brother Truman. Yeah. And uh, so the standard, the bar has been lowered enough that everybody can go to the symphony. Yeah, yeah. And, and <laughs> you, you, you know, I paved the way for all of us <laughs> just regular people. You were you were just a trendsetter. Yeah, yeah. If we could have gotten you in the, the, the Middle Tennessee blue sweatpants, it would have been a little better. I, That's I, hard for me to find. I, I really don't like the orange color, but... Yeah. Uh, but you know, every time we do this, we have a good time. We really do. I, 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 I thoroughly enjoy it. <laughs> I contribute absolutely nothing. But uh, but at least if somebody smiled on the other end. That's um, all that counts. That's all that counts. Uh, I, we, we just want to put a little smile on their faces yeah. while, while we're here. I appreciate this opportunity. Yeah. They say, who are those stupid You guys? are a dear friend. Yeah, and, you and, are too, Phil. And they will hope that because of our age, we'll eventually go away. <laughs> we will. <laughs> All right, guys, we will see you in the morning at night. Thanks, Rutherford County. Have a good day. From Sylvan Park Restaurant on Northwest Broad Street, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and streaming online at WGNSradio.com.